Today's show is pre-recorded. Show will. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Well, I got to tell you something, everybody. And this is great news for everybody. That um, I'll share something with your principle of becoming successful. At whatever level you choose, it can be successful in the relationship, successful in the family, success is may be considered to you becoming a homeowner, it could be uh, being debt free, your idea of success could be 60000 a year, 50000 a year, $100,000 a year, it doesn't matter. If you're considering it, if you're wanting it, if you have a desire to become successful, I want to share with you the very beginning of that. If no one's ever done it, I'm going to say the beginning of it today. See, Scripture uh, makes it very clear for us that you don't, the only thing you need to become successful is already inside of you. It's not an external need. God wouldn't do that to you. He puts the core basis of everything you need inside of you. So if you discover it, if you tend to it, nurture it, fertilize it, and water it, it grows. It branches out. Then it reaches out externally and it starts grabbing things outside of there to make it even bigger, stronger, better, last longer. But in the very beginning, you don't need anything. It's all within you. And if you cultivate your relationship with God, it comes out. It flourishes. 
Now, let me tell you, that thing that I'm talking about is a God-given gift that he has given to all of us. We all possess it. It is all within us. Everybody has a gift. Had somebody told me what I know now, back then, I would have saved myself tons of mistakes. I just didn't know the principles. I had to learn them all. Well, one of the principles of becoming successful is your mindset. You got to get your mind right. Now, this mindset is simply a decision that you can make. I can't get it for you. I can tell you what to do, but you got to make the decision. You that's listening have to decide, you know what? I'm going to go on and get at it. I'm going to stop renting. I'm going to become a homeowner. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop living check to check. I'm 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 going to put a budget together. I'm going to stop stepping out on my family. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get it together. I'm going to stop using. You, when you make these decisions, that's correcting your mindset. Now, the closer connection you have with God, the more help you get sustaining the mindset. How many times have you started to do something and you stopped? How many resolutions have you made at the new year and stopped by February? Over with by mid-January, done in March. Because if you don't have a clear connection with your creator, to help you carry out the other force out there, that evil force is designed to get you not to reach your goals, get you not to come to resolution with whatever the resolutions are you made, so he can so you can consider yourself not worthy or a failure or unable to do something. But the more things you are able to accomplish, the greater your confidence goes grows. So we gotta get your mindset together. Your mindset is a decision that you have to make. When you make the decision, you can begin the process. Your mindset is also a will of yours. A will, along with the decision, a will, a willingness to do right, a willingness to change, a willingness to be better. It's going to then cause you to have to make a decision to make a change of direction. Don't go where everybody else is going. You got to go your way now. You can't follow the crowd. You got to take a less traveled path. You cannot do this without changing your direction. You can't keep hanging with the people you've been hanging with if you want to be different, because they not. Then you have to develop an obligation to yourself. You've got to say, you know what, for me and my family, or if you don't have a family, for me, I owe it to myself. I have an obligation to myself to be the best me that I can possibly be. To be the best self that I can possibly be. To be the best father, the best man, the best husband, the best wife, the best mother, the best daughter, the best son, the best student, the best employee, the best owner. You have an obligation to yourself to to give yourself a shot at the best life you can. That's an obligation. You owe that to yourself. Why would you not live the best life that you possibly could? You have an obligation to yourself. Why would you cheat yourself like that? Why would you take yourself and never allow yourself to see the goodness that's already in you, to have the abundance that's been promised to you, to go and explore all the riches out there that's available to you? And, but, but, but one of the 
worst ways that you can rob yourself of the joy of your obligation is to keep comparing yourself to somebody else. Because guess what, man? That ain't your life. You ain't Jay-Z and Beyonce. You, you're, not, you're not Oprah and Stedman. You, that's not who you are. Quit looking around at everybody else. That comparison of everybody else will keep you broken. It'll keep you unhappy. You won't even be able to be grateful for what you have because you're steady talking about what you don't have. That's not the way, man. You have an obligation to yourself to be the best you you can be, not the best them. You're not them. Stop trying to be them. Be the best you. It's cool. You, you got a nice little house. That's cool. You know how many big houses is empty and filled with hate and resentment? I'd rather have a smaller house filled with joy in it than to go to a big house. Man, Prince got a line in the song that says, I realize in his best disguise, a pretty house don't make a home. Man, don't you know I know how true that is. So I'm just trying to tell you. Now, another part of the mindset is taking dead aim at your life's goals and ambitions. What are they? What are your goals and your visions? What do you see for yourself? What do you dream about? If you knew you couldn't fail at whatever it is you were attempting, what would you go attempt? See, that's what we need to be after. It's a mindset, y'all. It's a decision. It's a will. It's a change of direction. It's an obligation to yourself. It's taking dead aim at your life's visions and goals. Come on, man. You got to get your mind wrapped around this thing. You owe it to yourself to live the best life you can be. Come on, man. Talk to God. God got something for you. You just got to check in with him. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, beyond this place of raft and tears looms but the horror of the shade. And yet the minutes of the years finds and she'll find me unafraid. I don't know why I chose to do that stanza from Invictus, but I did. It's not mine, it's from Invictus. So I just want to say um, that's it, and I'm done. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. <laughs> hey, good morning. So soon we just got here. <laughs> You're done? <laughs> yeah, how's everybody doing today? Top, top. Good. Top, top. Welcome back, Carla. Uh, thank you. Good morning. What's up, crew? Welcome thank back. Thank you, mm-hmm. Welcome you missed back. missed a lot. I really? <laughs> oh, Carla, speaking of missed a lot. What I missed? <sighs> Here's a question for you. Just take a wild guess. Who was the most ignorant <laughs> while you were gone? Just take a the, wild guess. The man name on the show? <laughs> Surprisingly, right? no. What? <laughs> but he he ran a close second. So who was the most? The nephew? The nephew. He was got irritated most? with it. He got irritated with it. Now he you just... were so ignorant. You got on your uncle's nerves. Oh, he can't stand my stupid. I accept his stupid, but he don't like mine. <laughs> I had to remind him. Okay. <laughs> so just yeah. ignorant. Just ignorant. You know what did it, though, Tommy, when you said, we were talking about, I forgot how we got on kissing. 
and you said people don't kiss anymore. And no. that, Carla, that was it. That set Steve off when Tommy said <laughs> Where does he get that from? Where did he get that from? Because from his they, own you know, they, ignorant mind. <laughs> because of COVID. Because of COVID, he was saying. Oh. Nobody run up on kiss nobody no more. You get your... Boy. So Steve, Steve, let me ask yeah. you a question. Which is more irritating, stupidity or ignorance? Which one gets on? Stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know that. Stupidity. Ignorance. I I know what that is. So what's the difference on this show? Yeah. The stupidity and the ignorance. Ignorance is knowing you doing something, but you do it anyway. Intentional. But that's what we do. And that's That's not from ignorance. That's just you being ignorant. Mm -hmm. When you stupid, Uh it's when you doing stuff and you don't see nothing wrong with it. Got, we got both of those. Good, I mean, we got both of that. We have all of that. Well, she didn't ask me, did we have both of that? She asked me the difference. I just described the difference between me and you. Who's stupider? Who's more stupid? You want to take a guess on which one you are. Now, why can't stupid respect ignorant, though? I don't like ignorant respect stupid. I don't understand. No, no. You should respect ignorance because it's what you should aspire to. So stupid should I'm not going to go with stupid. I'll go with ignorant. Stupid is too 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 low on the total pole. Don't buy one be stupid. You can't be stupidly ignorant. I mean, I mean, it's a way no, to do that. No, see well, right there. See you. right there. Perfect example of how stupid. We got sound. coming up next. <laughs> it is ask the CLO at 32 minutes after. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Okay. It is time for CLO. We're going to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building. Taylor in Virginia Beach writes, I'm in my late 20s, and I got married when I was 19 years old because I got pregnant. My husband's white. I'm black and Asian. When my son was born, he was very brown-skinned, so my in-laws wanted a DNA test. Turns out my husband is not the father, but he's never said a word about it to me or our son. My son is eight now, and his biological father has been asking to meet him for a very long time. My husband freaks out whenever I bring the subject up. Is it wrong to keep my son from his father? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. absolutely is. It absolutely is. 100% absolutely is the fact that you've told you look I don't know if you told your son that he has a different biological father but is it wrong to keep your son from this man it absolutely 100% is and there's no, no debate or question about it it is wrong and there is no justification to it none well so I admire your husband for standing up and and yeah. and taking the, and standing up and being that stand up guy, because he is one hell of a dude. Yeah, your husband is, and I understand him not wanting to ruffle the boat and all this here. I understand that, but this boy should know his father, and his father should know his son. Period. Mm. All right, Taylor. It's going to uh, be difficult and challenging, but those—that's the rule of life. 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. Moving on to Chevelle in Montgomery. Uh, Chevelle says, my husband and my mother are thick as thieves, and I think she's allowing my husband to cheat on me. My mother's house is the gambling spot in our community, and all of the drunks hang out there. I saw on Facebook that one of my husband's exes was at my mom's recently and posted a picture with my husband in the background. I cursed my husband out, and he said it was innocent. My mother told me I overreacted. Did I? Well, mm. if it's your mama's gambling spot, your, mom, your mama making money. She ain't finna run out of money. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it 100 with you. So it's bigger, got than, it. it's bigger than the picture? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bigger than that picture. They in there gambling and buying a liquor. You know how it is in the hood of the speakeasy. It's an after-hour joint. Uh-huh. Uh, everything closed, they go over there. Kind of like a, like a low-budget basement tavern. And it's a gambling house. Ain't nowhere you can go to gamble except casinos. Mm-hmm. So no, I think it's absolutely. Um, I you I don't I don't you know your mama you I don't think your mama is allowing him to cheat. I don't even know if cheating is involved in this at all. Yeah. But your mama got a gambling house. What are his exes doing over there though? They both well, paying. you know, I mean, she over there gambling and buying drinks. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Your mama trying to make money. Worried about this Facebook picture? Yeah. <laughs> all this, all this here. My husband's over there with his ex. Mm-mm. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sophia in Albuquerque says, my husband is 29, I'm 27. He works as a retail manager, and I work from home with my own sex video chat room. I make a lot of money, and my husband doesn't mind it since it's all online. I've been able to help buy us a new house on my earnings, and I wanted to work more hours so I could pay off my student loans and build up our savings account. Then I plan to get a decent job. My husband won't allow me to take on more hours. We're still young. So am I wrong for trying to stack money? Mm, good question. Well, you're not wrong for trying to stack money. You just have to ask your question, is stacking money is at what expense? Mm-hmm. I don't see how he's okay with it up to this point. Yeah. But, and now you want to do more hours, he don't want you to do more hours. I think you've accomplished a lot with it right now, you know. Kind of like a drug dealer that finally gets a, a rap record deal, you know. Goes legit, yeah. Yeah, you know, you just got to quit selling dope at one point in time or you're going to get busted. Now, I'm not saying that what you're doing is illegal. I don't know nothing about it. I ain't never been on one. But what is you saying where you can buy a house, though? She made enough money that she could buy a house. No, 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 Shirley, that's, that's not the question. He's saying, what is he's, what is she doing on this check? What is you talking oh, about oh, that oh, bought oh, a damn okay. house? What is you saying? <laughs> She- Hell, I'm trying to figure out what you could say to me to help make you buy a house online. She makes a lot of money. Lord, who are you talking to? Trying to pay to? off her student loans. Mm. Yeah. Well, she's saying a lot. What she's, she's saying, saying and lot. how she's looking. Yeah, no. yeah, she's saying a lot. It's a video. Chat. Yeah. Video you know. sex video chat room. Mm-hmm. A lot going on. All right, um, we're moving on. Money in Tampa says, 
or Moni in Tampa says, I'm 48 and I've been married 11 years, but my wife and I live in separate houses. She never sold her house and in the beginning of our marriage, we argued more than we made love, so she basically decided we'd live in separate houses. It has worked out fine, but our family and friends think we're nuts. Lately though, my wife has been going to bed really early and changing the locks on her house. Uh, I think the distance has made her forget about me. Should I tell her it's time to end this arrangement? Yeah, hmm. I think so. She didn't change the lock. She going to bed. Y'all ain't married no damn way. <laughs> y'all right. just know, y'all just know each other on paper. <laughs> They're Say friends. No marriage. <laughs> going to bed early, changing locks. Don't even come over here. Yeah. Cause now, cause now she don't want you creeping in that night. Yeah, in her space. Mm-hmm. So what should he do? What should he do? Go on file papers. Get she going to sign them. What y'all together yeah. for? Yeah. Y'all ain't got to worry about who get the house. Y'all both keep your own house. <laughs> the Hell, that's the biggest cut is that house. You looking at somebody lost four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just go on. Don't even worry about that. She going to keep her house. You keep your house. Irreconcilable differences. Y'all can get divorced for seven fifty. Y'all ain't got no assets. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you, CLO. Coming up next, church complaints with Reverend Motown Deacon Def Jam. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with our national news for today. And in entertainment news, Kanye has moved into the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Plus, what is in wrong? Entertainment- with, what is yeah, wrong he's, with he's him? That ain't your house. You don't live there. <laughs> <laughs> Take your Let ass home. Let Kanye be Kanye, man. You got that big old ranch great. in Wyoming. First of, all, I, first of all, I know he was hot as hell in them leather pants. I know that <laughs> for and a fact. And that cap for, on his head. For a fact. He was. <laughs> Could he breathe? All right, plus in uh, entertainment news, we'll talk about the first 48, the viral video that has resurfaced. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, it is Monday. You know what time it is. Time for Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam. Come on, Pastor. Wee, 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 wee. Yeah. Gather auspiciously to make modificence mm-hmm. of the evanescence of floridity. As we punctuate, Mm. Mm -hmm. anticipate, Uh and opulate going forth Mm. in this union. Good Lord Almighty. Sometimes I just got to, sometimes I want to be a member myself. I know that's right. (laughs) Amen. Amen again. Somebody cut me up. Lord. Go ahead, Deacon. All right, Pastor, let's get down to business. Uh, Sister Martha Davis is claiming to be uh, uh, sanitizing the congregation. Now, you know, we, we're back in the church now. She puts sanitizer on her hands and then slaps members across their forehead with it. You're going to have to talk to her, Pastor. She's slapping everybody in the congregation with sanitizer. What is putting it on their forehead supposed to do, Deacon? I don't know what that is, but I guess she thinks that's sanitizing. I don't know, Pastor. Well, it's not. Uh, (laughs) Our prayer's a decoration right now. Let this uh, cease and desist 
Yeah, all right. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, Thank that's you a so lead, that, You know, that's a real legal term. Cease yes, and is. desist. Okay. Okay. All right. Ah. All right, Pastor. Uh, brother uh, Victor Phillips went to Denver, Colorado this past weekend. Now, evidently, he purchased marijuana there. And, uh, but he knows it's not legal here. Now, he's at baggage claim right now watching his bag go around and around on a carousel. He's scared to grab his bag. He's asking if you can come and pick his bag up for him in Terminal A, Pastor. He's watching it go around. He's just sitting there watching that bag. He's not grabbing the bag because the dog has barked for the eighth time. I suggest, who is this not, Deacon? Uh, that's Brother uh, Victor Phillips is who that I is. I suggest uh, Brother Victor just come on. Mm-hmm. Let that go. How much weed did he buy? I don't know. Well, you know, it's legal there in Colorado. so I'm a, How I mean, it's much weed mm-hmm. did he buy? I would say about $500 worth, Pastor. $500 worth, it ain't worth it. You got to let that go. Where is he coming back to? What city is he in, Deacon? Uh, he is in the uh, Carolinas, I believe, Pastor. Oh, you been pick up four five hundred dollars easy. <laughs> what? Hell, Jay down there in Columbia. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Pastor I know Jay ben. got at least three thousand at his house. <laughs> <laughs> in vi- in vicarious forms. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, Pastor. We got a situation due to COVID. The choir is going to need. Uh, Bigger roads. Every one of them has grown twice the size that they were, and we're going to need a lot of material, so we need new roads because they've gotten bigger during COVID. We're not uh, going to do that. <laughs> no. Because the reason we're not buying new roads is because it looks like there's a second run of COVID going on. <laughs> and I don't want to spend no money on these roads, and then we got to open them roads up. So this is about <laughs> wardrobe budget? Yeah, let's just wait and see how much COVID stick around. Cause we may not have to buy many robes at all. They keep getting their damn weight. But the robes are so tight. They yeah, they're tight. They they, mm-hmm. The choir robes is now looking like chef jackets. <laughs> all right, Pastor. Listen, um, we're, there's a call for help. Uh, there, there's a restaurant called Nothing But Wings, and they have filed for bankruptcy. They are asking for the church to, to support. They I would support rather get them out of the red. But Nothing But Wings has filed for bankruptcy. Well, Nothing But Wings ain't gonna work because there's Wing Stop, Buffalo Wings, Just mm. Wings, Wings Only, Wings and Things, Wings and Bill. <laughs> Now, they down there with Jeff Wayne. Hell, you ain't going to be able to stay with the competition. They ain't got Bill nothing down there? No, nah, they Jeff don't Wayne. have no sides. No sides, just Wayne. No sides? Jeff Wayne. No sides. No, just You can't Wayne. get nothing. french fries, fried pickles. Coleslaw. You can't nothing. get slaw, baked beans. Jeff Wayne. Nothing but Wayne. That's See, they, they got is. to look at the competition. The competition <laughs> has other things on the menu. You can't uh-huh. get iced tea at just Wayne's. No, nothing but Wayne. Nothing but Wayne. You can't get nothing but Wayne. Ain't got water. Ain't no drink. Nothing but Wayne. <laughs> 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 
and the hot sauce comes in them individual packets that you got to tear with your teeth. Have hot sauce bust all up in your mouth. Now you can't eat the wings. You have nothing to drink to wash that down. Let me uh, let me move on, Pastor. Listen, uh, uh, Brother Charles Burns. You know he has five kids, and then he also has six nieces and nephews. Uh, they call him Uncle Daddy, and uh, he just received five hundred dollars per child for the child tax credit. And that, that gave him fifty-five hundred. He's asking for the church to match that fifty-five hundred, uh-huh, Uncle Daddy. What is we matching it for? I don't know. I don't know why. I, mean, I don't. I don't understand that, Pastor. We don't, don't. do matching funds. <laughs> you you had to fill out your uh, 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 COVID exempt paperwork to get matching funds. Black folk don't do matching funds. Oh. <laughs> Of any kind. <laughs> Most can happen you with black folk. You get the same ass with them. Yeah, now you can get that. Now we will double that up. We will double up an ass with them. Now I know that. So that's and a that's no. it. If you want uh, this last one, the members want you to make a new rule since we back in church physically. Please stop the madness with this. Uh, these uh, baby hair weaves. Uh, Sister Laura Simmons, you know, she doesn't really have no hair on her head. She has a whole head full of baby hair now. You have to. You gonna have, she's scaring all the kids. She has a whole head full of baby hair. I'm not really bothered by that at all myself. I like it, yeah. I think it's wonderful that a 65-year-old woman has the hair of an 8-year-old. Baby. Yeah. Come on, Pastor. Preach, Pastor. Quite fascinating to me. All right. Coming up next at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so last week, Kanye West held a listening party for his new album, Donda, at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. That is the home of the Atlanta Falcons. And apparently, Kanye, who is, of course, from Chicago, has enjoyed himself so much there that he's not quite ready to leave. According to a report by TMZ, Kanye is currently living in the stadium and plans to do so until he finishes his album. The release date for the album, Donda, has been pushed back to August 6th, but don't worry. The Falcons season opening matchup against the Philadelphia Eagles isn't until September 12th, so there's he's got to finish it in that window and then get out. Uh, and in the resurfaced viral video... So um, where is he going to stay in right. Vegas? Surely. I huh? mean, where is he going to stay in the stadium? Where is he staying? rooms in there. In a suite, yeah, maybe. some, yeah, in a, in one of those suites, mm-hmm. I would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in the Super Bowl in there, and I did the Beloved in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been in the uh, owner's suite. Um, you don't think you can live there? Is that what you're coming to? <laughs> I mean, I've lived in a car, so I think, hell yeah, you can live yeah. there. Oh, I'm oh, just saying, okay. you already got money. I don't understand that. Oh, he's got a big old ranch in Wyoming. I, you're like, why, why pull yourself down? Is that what you're saying, Steve? Bruh, <laughs> bruh, bruh, that ain't, that ain't tall cotton living now. That's some stuff that ain't in there. There's a bunch of refrigerators in there, but it's pretty cavernous, dog. Trust me, them hot dogs gonna run his ass up out of there. You eat enough of them bad boys. His ass, his ass is gonna be out of there. So oh, he goes to the bathroom, he go to the one with the got 18 stalls in it, he go to that one. <laughs> 
that? Where does he shower? You know how far you gotta walk, Tommy, to go to the restroom? (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, maybe Steve, he's going to shower y'all in the locker room where the players are. Where the players, where the Falcons, shower and all that nice. Oh, I don't want to go in there with no thirty-two damn shower (laughs) here. But you know, he likes things kind of barren. He doesn't like a lot of furniture and stuff. You know, you saw his house. Concrete kind of stuff. Yeah, he likes all that. Okay, section 205. uh, (laughs) Kim Kardashian was there at the uh, event. She was, and all four kids, Chloe. Mm -hmm. That was nice of them to come. Mm -hmm. She was just shaking her head. Don't look at your daddy. Just don't. Don't even look at your daddy out there. Don't even look. Well, they say he has a chef and he has living quarters there, and it's it's working out yeah. for him. Oh, it can so be done. Is this? Oh, That's what Monica no. just sent me a, uh, some information. To, like yeah, chef yeah. to prepare his meals. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So when they drop the kids off, they drop them off at the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. You stupid. I don't want to go see daddy. I don't want to go in it. <laughs> They have to stand the bleachers. Run down there on the field and see your daddy. Run down there. I don't want to stay. I don't want to. I don't want to stay. I don't. That's so crazy. Oh, my God. Come on, man. He was so into the ranch in Wyoming, and now he's at the stadium. Come on, Kanye. So y'all saying y'all wouldn't do it. That's what it sounds like. Steve is definitely saying that. No. I promise you I'm not going to do it. Oh. I mean, he could be a minimal, a minimalist all he wants. That he ain't is, my life. Yeah. I'm not going, but we're not doing that. Mm-hmm. I can have everybody down there. I don't give a damn. We, I, we, I'm not doing that. Stay at no <laughs> damn stadium. Wake up with semen ass floors, all this mess. Now. I know. Look out here, it's this damn football field. Man, get out of here. Jumbo Man, is that Kanye naked in the end zone? Is that Kanye naked in the end zone? Naked in the Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody, and good morning. Well, one more incident involving a racist teacher this time in Missouri. A high school teacher has been fired for calling Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Day Black Privilege Day to his students. The same uh, teacher, John McGuffin, they say also used a racial slur during a conversation about rap culture. And on another day, McGuffin claimed that he had never seen racism in the United States. Anyway, this guy's out of a job. The Centers for Disease Control reports that more than 64,000 new COVID infections on Saturday alone. Dr. Anthony Fauci says that the new Delta variant is so contagious that the health community is thinking about telling even vaccinated people to start wearing masks again. By the way, Organizers at this year's Olympics have made it clear that masks will be worn at all times. But that stance was restated actually yesterday by the IOC's Mark Adams after some athletes were seen taking off their masks and hugging each other. There is no relaxation and we would urge and ask everyone to obey the rules. You know, it's not a nice to have, it's a must have. It's important both for the sports, for everyone involved and of course for our Japanese partners and friends. Senate Republican leader Rob Portman says that negotiations on a bipartisan infrastructure deal continued over the weekend and that while the first procedural test vote on the bill went south, lawmakers could take another vote on a slightly tweaked measure sometime this week. Work by the committee investigating the January 6th riot uh, gets underway today. 
Authorities in Florida say there is at least one last missing and unaccounted for person from the condominium that fell on itself a few weeks ago. Uh, the woman is a 54-year-old a woman from Brooklyn, New York, actually, named Estella Hedaya. Her brother says she moved down to Florida four years ago to work for a jewelry company. Even partially identified Hedaya could bring the death toll to 98. And sad news... Sad news. Uh, it's got, we have some more sad news, which I'll bring to you tomorrow, about a civil rights activist who we've go, who's gone. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. It is time to look into the mind of your friend. Let's go. You introduce him. The demented, dark, <laughs> and bitter mind of J. Anthony Brown. I'm going to own all of that. All of it. <laughs> You own it. All, all of it. First of all, let me do a big shout out to the owner of Shades Lounge. Me and my daughters went over there, had a great time. It's a weird feeling to see your daughters put away that much alcohol, but we had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking, and I think one of them needs a 12-step program. I won't call whose name, but there was a lot of alcohol that was <laughs> passing through their body. Also, Mr. Paul Dozier, thank you for letting me come up on the stage and having a good time. Shades Lounge, Columbia, South Carolina. Now, with that being said, Steve, could you do a little quick public announcement, maybe 30 seconds, and tell people how important it is to get this damn shot? I know you said you Ladies and gentlemen, off, you're telling people, right, right? All bets is off with me. Some people who are very, very close to me who did not get the vaccination are in some serious positions right now health-wise. It is nothing to play with. I've taken everything into consideration. Quit telling me about the Tuskegee Institute because no one was injected with anything at the Tuskegee Institute uh, try experiment. It was medicine with hell to right. see the degree of it. So let's get your facts straight. This is not a plot to get rid of you. Take your damn vaccinations before this thing strikes you, and I don't want it to strike you in a, in a bad way. Go ahead, Jay. All right, with that being said, here's my song. Have you ever had a friend who didn't vaccinate and somehow they was all in your face? Let me tell you about my situation. They say they won't take it, the needle hurts, but would you rather be on a ventilator? That's worse. Coughing and sneezing and you start to sweat and you ain't went and got the vaccine yet? I speak loud and clear and I'm telling you the truth. A half a million dead, that ain't enough proof. Don't even give me that. back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I think we need to regroup right here. We'll be back right after this. Jay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, so this is Monday. How about a fun Monday question for you guys? Here it is. Have you ever had a small brain malfunction Mm -hmm. on the snide, inappropriate remark? You meant to say to yourself, actually Mm -hmm. came out of your mouth. You know, like we always say, inside voice, outside voice. Uh Did I say that aloud? Stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So, Steve, I know you have. But we'll get to you. Yeah, we'll get to you last. So what have you blurted out in public that you thought was just one of your inner thought monologues, Jay? I'll go first. Uh, Uh I was having a party this one time, which I don't like parties at my house. But I let (laughs) the person I was dating have a party at the house. For me, a party should end at 9.30. And the party should be over. Yeah, 9 damn 30. You've eaten. You've heard music. What, Papa? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I thought I was talking to her uh-huh. and I yelled out, When they taking their ass home? Now everybody <laughs> everybody had the party heard me and that ended the party. The party did yes, end. The yeah. party ended <laughs> Well that's what you wanted. <laughs> Which was what I wanted. So anyway, that's I blurted it out. When the hell they going home? I thought I was just Evil. <laughs> All right, nephew. Come on, I know you have a few. Oh, I got one that I ain't never forgot years ago. Ooh, pool party. <laughs> Just, I said it. I said it. All right, I thought I said it. I said it aloud, but I thought you thought I said it to, it to myself. Uh-huh. I said, man, uh-huh. your wife, your wife is fine as hell, dog. Good God. Woo! <laughs> 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 Boy, you something else. God. Uh-huh. <laughs> live to tell that story all right <laughs> all right come on steve i know you have one i got a bunch of them but we i was, know uh, you do <laughs> i was about i was about 16 uh-huh. okay it's about 16 and uh we was all in the backyard barbecuing uh-huh. and uh you know it was time to eat so you know they had the little table set up in the back uh-huh. and you just kind of went around and you know pulled a little saran wrap off and took a dip Mm-hmm. You know, put put food on your plate. And I'm walking around, I put the food on my plate. And I just said, man, I can't stand these damn uh, baked beans. <laughs> my aunt was standing back there and said, that's because there ain't no damn baked beans. That's chili. <laughs> I said, man, who the hell makes chili in the damn summertime? <laughs> right. <laughs> Them baked beans were so trifling. <laughs> Oh I said, I can't God. stand these baked beans. Because they ain't baked beans, they chilly. Tell them how to make chili. All right, so we're talking basically about inside voice. Yeah. Outside voice. Yeah. Just something you said aloud, but you really thought you were saying it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Jay. Wanna, you got another one? Okay, so uh, this other time we were having a party. I let a, another party at the house. And so the wine was really cheap wine, you know. So I yelled out, who the hell bought this cheap-ass wine? You know, I thought I was saying it to my inside voice. And the lady who was at the party said, I bought that cheap-ass wine, and I'm going to just take it home. I'm like, oh, okay, I apologize. It's not that cheap. It's not that damn cheap. You had to fix it. Yeah, I had to fix it. Go ahead, Tom. I've said it. I've said inside it. I've said out. some things. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. At my mama house. 
a lot of uh, big family, big family gathering, and I don't know. I was like, who's the ugly ass woman in the kitchen? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who said that out loud? Seriously. Out loud. Oh, oh God. <laughs> uh, uh, Come on, Steve. Uh, go ahead, Steve. I was a little boy this one that first time. I was probably about eight, maybe nine. Eight. Yeah, eight or nine. I had just got a whipping. And I was in my room rubbing my legs, and I was going, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. And I thought I was saying it soft enough. My daddy walked in that room and said, you hate who? I just started crying harder. I don't hate nobody. Coming up next, the nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, should I punch her or pray for her? That is the subject. We'll get into that both. in just a little Do bit. Both. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But right punch now, and pray. <laughs> punch and pray. Right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? You married your brother. Whoa. <laughs> you married your brother. Let's go, Kendall. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Carmen, please. This is she. Hi, Carmen. My name is Keith. Keith, I'm calling you from Insurance Group. Oh, hi. How are you? Good. You and your husband, uh, what is it, uh, Harvey? Harvey, is that right? Yes, yes, it's Harvey. Okay, you guys actually put applications and actually went in and got your physicals done for life insurance, right? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Okay, I actually uh, am calling you from the insurance group. I have you all's lab results and everything as far as uh, your physicals and uh, blood tests and things of that nature. Is there any way I could possibly talk to both of you guys at the same time, you and Harvey? Is that possible? Um, well, sure. He, he's at work right now, um, but I can get him on the phone. Okay. It, it would be, uh, be kind of easy if I kind of explain everything to both of you guys at the same time, Is that, if that's okay. Okay. Is something wrong? Uh, no, nothing's wrong. I mean, I, I think I need to just try to bring a few things to you guys' attention, but I think, you know, after that, it's pretty much you guys' uh, decision on what you do. But I just wanted to let you know a few things about, you know, the, the results and things of that nature, life insurance, the whole nine yards, okay? Oh, uh, okay. Well, hold on. Let me see if I can get him on the phone. Hello? Hey, babe. Hey, sweetheart. Um, look, I got the insurance people on the line. They want to try to get both of us on the phone uh, to talk to us about the insurance stuff. Oh, cool, uh, cool, 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 cool. Good, good. Hey, Harvey, how you doing? This is Keith. Keith from uh, Insurance Group. How are you? Hey, good. What's happening, Keith? Good, good. Listen, um, I want to give you guys a call and kind of follow up. You guys did physicals and uh, right. blood tests and the whole nine yards, and I want to give you guys a call. It's kind of better if I talk to, um, to both of you guys at the same time. So do you have a minute that we can actually use to uh, kind of get some of this information out to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Man. I'm on a little break right now. I'm good. Okay, great. First of all, we've gotten all your, your lab results back, everything. And I, I kind of got a few questions for you guys that, uh, that I'm a little puzzled on. How, how long have you guys actually been married? Uh, about well, we've been together years. about three, yeah. three years. Okay, now, prior to being married three years, how long did you guys know each other before you got married? Uh, what you say, babe? About five and a half, five, six years? Yeah, about six years. Okay. You guys have been knowing each other pretty close to nine years now. All together, yeah. Okay. Are you actually from the same hometown? Do you grow up in the same hometown? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we grew up. Uh, I mean, it's, I, I'm, I'm sorry, is this questioning, I mean, is this about the insurance or? Well, I mean, the there's a few things that's, that's actually uh, 
puzzling, Carmen, that we need to. This this, this is some news I, I actually didn't want to bring you guys. But I, I mean, we have to. I have to actually give you this news. Looking at our records, looking at all the test results, and, and let me be the first to tell you that we run these results over and over and over, trying to make right. sure we are completely 115, 20% right, okay? What's the problem with the test? Well, looking at our test, guys, Harvey, uh, Carmen, it, it's indicating that you guys are related. And nine times out of ten, you, are, you guys are siblings. What? Hold on, man. What? I, and and I, I understand the shock. It took me. It took everything I had to, to make this phone call. I did not want to make it. But looking at our records, and we went over oh, these records oh, oh, over oh. and over, and, and and the blood work tells us that you guys are actually siblings. Man, you kidding? Are you serious? Ma'am, I'm, I'm actually. I'm wife, you know I, I, that, I would not. Right? This is not a. This is not a laughing matter. Not a joking matter. You know, I, like I said, I did not want to call with this information. But well, you did make the call, man. Look, you need oh, to go back. I, I don't know what you need to, to go back and, and, and double-check your records or something. because oh, this this, this We've been married three years. Three Check with the lab, man. Can you check with the lab and, like, call us back and let I, us know they know made what, a mistake? Harvey, I, and, I, and, I, and I knew those questions would come up, and we... We went over it. We went over it and over it and over it. Uh, well, y'all need to go over it again because that, oh, that, that don't make no well, damn sense. Hold, 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 hold on, baby. I got this. You make the call, and this got to be wrong. So what you need to do is make another call and call the lab and call us back and let us know that you either or they made a mistake or something. You talking about me and my wife. Uh, and I understand it, Harvey. Harvey, let me ask you this. Is it possible? No. You know, and this is just a, a question. Yeah. Is it possible that your dad and maybe her mom maybe knew each other at some point and what the hey, f what the f you say about my mom and dad? That, that that's some straight. Look, you need to have, go back and do whatever you need to do. But if I tell you what, you say some like that again, I tell you my baby's gonna be coming down that beach for saying some like that. Yeah, hold, hold, hold on, baby. Hold on, baby. Baby, baby. Hold on, baby. I got this.
<laughs> Come on, baby. Yeah, Ooh, you play way too much. Give it to the few. You went in. You went in deep. You yes. set it up, yeah. man. You, you did. You're going to go in, now. Jay. Go deep. You went deep. Don't, yeah. You know, I don't go in shallow. I go in no. deep. Jump in deep. Every, everything but... seems deep to a shallow person. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Don't accept that. Uh, I'm not. That. Oh, that was I'm not. You don't have to accept that. Hateration. Oh, man. <laughs> that was hateration. That is yeah. some, that's some yeah. heat right there. Yeah. Oh, my Magnified. God. Magnified. Woo. It's all good, though. That's how you do it, though, when you want to. That's a, you know, give y'all a little teaspoon of stupid this morning. Thought I'd drop it on you. There it is. Stupid and ignorant at the same stupid time. Stupid and ignorant mixed up together. That's it. Stignant. Mm-hmm. Stignant. Stignant. I like it. Stignant. Ignant. I like stignant. Yeah. Stupid and ignorant is stignant. I love Put it. Put it in the can. Get your stignant right here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Two cans Tommy. of stignant. Ice cold stignant here. Get your stignant over here. <sighs> Are you mad? You okay? <laughs> He'll be all right, sir. He just, uh, I don't know. He just checked uh, on him, though. He just what? Yeah. Uh, he just. Uh. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> my stupid bother him. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> you know, when he do something stupid, I'm, I applaud him. I show yeah, him some. Yeah. No, 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 no. When I, I do it. something ignorant. Okay. I don't ever do nothing stupid. Do ever. I'm trying to be a, I'm trying to be an ignorant supporter, but you just you uh, fighting that. You know? Fighting that. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it stignant. You keep it. You just keep it ignorant. We good. We'll we'll, we'll understand. We respect we'll each other. How about we'll that? We make it work. We make it work. All right, nephew. Thank you. Thank you. Coming up next, strawberry letter subject: Should I punch her or pray for her? We'll find out and get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM. (laughs) And click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one. You hear that? Right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. Yeah, that's You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry Letter. All right, subject, should I punch her or pray for her? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 57-year-old single mother, and I am all up in my daughter's business. My daughter is 31 years old and a professional woman. She's dating a man that I can't believe she would ever be attracted to. He's a 40-year-old single father with two sons that are six years old. He owns a car wash and makes a good living, but he's flashy and loves to be the center of attention. He's always been respectful to me, but I have a problem with how he tolerates certain behaviors from his twin's mother. Let's call the twin's mother Rita, and my daughter's boyfriend is Tony. Rita has vandalized my daughter's car, and she's tried to fight my daughter in public one night when she and Tony went out for dinner. I tried to tell her that Tony is too ghetto, and he's used to ghetto girls, but she is crazy about him. Last week, my daughter was at Tony's house by herself, and Rita walked in on her. Tony said he gave Rita a key to his house because she needed access to her twins. My daughter locked herself in the bedroom because she was afraid of Rita. My daughter 
daughter called me and I sped over to Tony's house to help her. Tony was there trying to calm Rita down. I got my daughter out of there, but not before Rita swung at me. I used to teach kickboxing, so I was ready for Miss Rita. Tony diffused the situation and asked my daughter to explain to me what's going on. We went outside, and my daughter said Rita has some mental issues, and she acts out sometimes, so we have to pray for her. I know my daughter is sheltered, but not this darn naive. I told my daughter that Tony is feeding her a bunch of BS, and she needs to wise up. Should I let Rita beat her butt one good time so she'll she'll wise up? Please help. What, Mama? What? Let Rita beat your daughter's butt? No, don't do that. Rita is crazy, and and, and please don't let her crazy behind get it at, at your daughter. She could really hurt her. I mean, you know, thank God you did take kickboxing, so you were ready for Rita at that time. I, I, I know you would, Mom, but you shouldn't have to fight your daughter's battles. Uh, this trifling man, like you said, we'll call him Tony, doesn't care anything about your daughter. He put her in harm's way. Um, He's the one that's allowing this to happen. I agree with you that he tolerates too much from Rita. What is going on with him and Rita besides her being the mother of his twins? I think Rita is just way too bold, too comfortable for there not to be something else going on between the two of them. And again, thank you because you took kickboxing. You never know when that might come in handy. I think this is the wrong man. I think this is the wrong relationship for your daughter. But until she sees it for herself and she doesn't because you said she is crazy about Mr. Tony but until she sees it for herself there's not a lot you can do mom uh, but rush over there when she calls you Uh, Rita and Tony share twins they share kids together so they're always going to be around your daughter's always going to have to deal with this problem but there are no boundaries Uh, your daughter hasn't set any and Tony who should be setting boundaries hasn't he just lets Rita run amok Uh, Rita has no respect for your daughter she has no respect for this relationship she just walks in with the key whenever she feels like it so uh, your daughter needs to realize that she's in over her head with this man and Rita and unless she's willing to stand up for herself and stop hiding and locking herself in the bedroom and all that she's fighting a losing battle I I just think you know this guy doesn't deserve her uh, Tony and uh, your daughter needs to move on for sure I'm sure you'd be happy with that mom Steve well Shirley I disagree Okay. I disagree I I don't like the mother in this letter and I don't like the mother's assessment of the situation. Mm-hmm. Should I punch her or pray for her? Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 57-year-old single mother. I'm all up in my daughter's business. Bing, right there. All up in my daughter's business. My daughter, 31, professional woman. She's dating a man I can't believe she would even be attracted to. And why not? He's a 40-year-old single father with twin sons that are six years old. He owns a car wash and he makes a good living. But he's flashy and he loves to be the center of attention. Okay, what, what, what does that mean? He's always been respectful to me, but I have a problem with how he tolerates certain behaviors from his twin's mother. What? What, what do you mean you have a problem with, with how he tolerates certain behavior? So let's call the twin's mother Rita and my daughter's boyfriend is Tony. Here we go. Rita has vandalized my daughter's car. He he didn't tolerate that. There's nothing he tolerated. 
Rita, crazy-ass Rita, vandalized your daughter's car. And she tried to fight my daughter. The man didn't tolerate that. Crazy-ass Rita tried to fight your daughter in public one night. When she In public one night, when she and Tony went to dinner, I tried to tell her that Tony is too ghetto and he's used to ghetto girls. What does that have to do with him tolerating anything from his crazy ex? Last week, my daughter's at Tony's house by herself and Rita walked in on her. Hmm. Tony said he gave Rita a key to his house because she needed access to the twins. Your daughter don't live there. Hold on, Steve. Rita used to live there. I'll wait. I got time. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, should I punch her or pray for her? We'll find out when we come back (laughs) right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject is, should I punch her or pray for her? 57-year-old single mother all up in her daughter's business. Right there. Right there. Bad letter. Daughter 31, professional, dating a man I can't believe she's attracted to. And the reason she can't believe it, because the man is 40-year-old single father with twin sons, six years old, owns a car wash and makes a good living. So what is it you don't like? But he's flashing. He loves to be the center of attention. He's always been respectful to me. Okay, that don't mean nothing, but I have a problem with how he tolerates certain behavior from his twin's mother. <laughs> then you proceed to list a, look, go down a list of things that I don't see how the man is tolerating. He let the twin's mother, mother's name Rita and the boyfriend named Tony. Rita vandalized my daughter's car. The man didn't tolerate that. She tried to fight my daughter. The man didn't tolerate that. It's just Rita ass is crazy. Then when they went to dinner, I tried to tell her Tony's too ghetto and he used to dating ghetto girls, but she crazy about it. Well, what does that have to do with Tony tolerating the ex's behavior? Last week, my my daughter was at Tony's house by herself and Rita walked in on her. Tony said he gave Rita a key to the house because she needed access to her twins. Okay. Now, you know, people have different arrangements. Rita don't live there. And so he done gave this crazy hell for the key to come in here when he got the kids, check on the kids, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what that arrangement is, but she got a key to his house. She might have lived there before with the kids. Anybody ever thought of this right here? But my daughter locked herself in the bedroom because she was afraid of Rita. That ain't got nothing to do with what the man tolerate, though. My daughter called me, and I sped over to Tony's house to help her. Tony was there trying to calm Rita down. I got my daughter out of there, but not before Rita swung at me. Rita ass crazy. Yes. Rita swung at you. That's not him tolerating the behavior. Why you think Rita his ex? Because he know Rita crazy. Crazy people sometimes, I'm just saying this, Sometimes crazy people have good sex. Oh, a lot of men say that about crazy. Sometimes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 
Men love crazy. <laughs> I used to teach cook kickboxing, so I was ready for Miss Rita. Tony yeah. diffused the situation and asked my daughter to explain to me what's going on. We went outside, and my daughter said Rita has some mental issues. It, it sounds like it. And she acts out, so we have to pray for her. Now, I'm pretty sure Tony didn't ask you to pray for her. I know my daughter is sheltered, but not this doggone naive. I told my daughter that Tony is feeding her a bunch of BS. He may not be telling everything. And that she needs to wise up. Should I let Rita beat her butt one good time so she'll wise up? Yes. Yes. Now, how you going to stop it? Because one time, you she going to be over there, and Rita going to get that whooping in for you. Get You spared over there this time because she locked herself in the bedroom. Rita going to roll up on her one time. She ain't going to be able to get in that doggone bed. Why does Tony just let her just come in his house and just run him up, just do whatever? She don't just, he don't just let her. He gave no her a key. He gave yeah, her a key. She got yeah. boundaries, but she oversteps them. She vandalized the girl's car. That ain't Tony's fault. She tried to fight the woman. That ain't Tony's fault. See, you mad, Shirley, because she got a key to the house. I'm mad That's what about you that, mad. and I'm mad. It doesn't seem like Tony is stepping up, defending his girl. Tony right. just stepped up and defended. I don't see what he not, not defending. The, the mama, the letter is from the damn mama. That's it up is. in the 31 year old business. Mm-hmm. She ain't got all the facts. Tony then asked her to step outside and explain to your mama what's going on over here. Steve, if this was your daughter, <laughs> this ain't 31. my daughter. I said, if it was, and she was with some clown that you didn't like, and his ex was doing all this, you know you'd be, you'd have something to say. You know you would. And you wouldn't yeah, want your but daughter Shirley, with the man either. Huh? But Shirley, she may not want the daughter with the man. I understand that, but everybody come with some luggage. Yes. Everybody. He got a crazy ex. I know this letter right here. See, that's why I'm saying you can't write this dude off because this ex is looped. That's what I'm that's what I, I hate to see I people doing. Off. Well, you write you writing him off cause because his ex is crazy. Yeah, because he doesn't what is he doing to, to help to stop yeah. all this? It he doesn't seem no to be boundaries. Yeah, and I, that's why I said no boundaries and he doesn't seem to be trying to help his girl. That that's what I see in the letter. That's not what I see. You can give we all. Just you can, to hey, oh, oh, wait. Let me explain something to you. Boundaries. You can get. You can get court orders. You mm-hmm. can get records sealed. You can get all this. Mm-hmm. They can do what they want to do, and it ain't got nothing to do with you allowing nothing. She's just in a crazy situation. The daughter mm-hmm. with this crazy woman. But the mom ain't gonna be able to save everybody. So. <laughs> I don't know. Well, well, we agree to disagree. We agree to disagree on this Okay, thank you. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Please check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we'll have some sports talk with Steve and for Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we know that Junior is out, but guess what? Steve is in with Sports Talk. Hey, Steve, what you got? 
Well, the Olympics is on, everybody, and everybody knows that I watch all ignorant-ass things. Yes, yeah. I have more facts about the... Uh, now, uh, Carla has sent me some things about the Olympics, but I have some things that I will be sharing with you. USA okay. won a gold medal in fencing and got a bronze and silver medal in the men's and women's swimming. Uh, that's the boy with the uh, bear the eagle and the uh, shark on his chest. He done already won one. Uh-huh. And then the white girl, the name that start with an L, she done won one. Uh-huh. That's all I know. Yeah, Olympic What's her name? Is this is really this? thorough. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you what that. Kevin Durant and Damon Little ass have said I'm lost to France. The most humiliating thing I've ever seen. What they over there for? Sorry ass, go over there and let them kids whip them. France ain't good enough to beat them. Ain't nobody on their team but Rudy Gobert. And you said them let them boys win. Mm-hmm. All right, now, here's another one. Korea whooped everybody ass in fencing. And I want you to know that, that Japan. No, 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 I meant uh, archery and archery. Oh, 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 okay. And then I got to tell you this here. What? Japan uh-huh. whooped Taipei China ass and is now finna play China in the mixed doubles table tennis. And oh, yeah. Lord, the little five foot Japanese girl is whooping everybody ass. <laughs> I don't know her name, but Lord have mercy. This little girl right here is stronger than the dudes over there. So I'm cheering for her. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm hoping Japan beat China. You know, what whatever. Uh, what about whatever. gymnastics? What? Also in, in gymnastics, uh, Simone Biles had a rough first day and yeah. won any damn way. So now she will be representing in the qualifying round along with Jordan Childs. It's Childs and Biles, the two black girls and the little uh, Asian girl with the black daddy. She in too. And, uh, What's her she name? In, I don't know. And then the 24-year-old white girl that was a runner-up in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. Real, real well, you know, to say, she anyway, she made the Olympic team, and she in that good. And they, the two white girls with the red suits then won. Okay, question. Did you just say? And it's really, really good. I have more Olympic news if you want it. No! I'm hella. I'm hella tomorrow. at this. Uh, no, that's tomorrow. No, I got, that's enough. Oh, I got some more. Tomorrow. All right. Today is National Auntie and Uncle Day, and uh, we're going to talk to everybody's favorite uncle, Steve Harvey, when we come oh back God. at the top of the hour. Yep. Uncle Steve, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so I didn't even know this was a thing, but today is National Uncle and Auntie Day. Uh-huh. So, Steve, you're everybody's favorite uncle. Two mm. questions. Any advice you want to give your nieces and your nephews? And do you have a favorite auntie or uncle story that my you want to share? My favorite uncle is my Uncle Donald, hands down. And I loved all my aunts, mm-hmm. except oh. for Aunt Agnes, the only one Will you I you stop? Always talk about you stop for Aunt Agnes? Aunt Agnes, fat Always hateful, never encouraged me. You know, she used to give everybody a nickel for going to the store, right? Mm-hmm. But because I studied, she didn't want to give me no nickel because I ain't got all day to wait on you to come back here with this food. <laughs> down there, down there, down there, down there, down there, trying to figure out what to say. 
I said, oh, okay. Oh, I couldn't stand her ass. But uh, anyway, yeah, I wanted some advice to to my nephews and nieces out there that's in the millennial division and everything. Look, I know that this generation, and I applaud you all for being uh, the most tech-savvy and aggressively thinking generation that has come along in a while. I do want to say also that the Black Lives Matter movement has become the most relevant movement to move forward the ambitions of people of color than when civil rights movement. I want to say that. I also want to remind you all that still there has to be a work ethic applied. I think the element that's missing from this generation is the work ethic of your superiors. That's not to knock what you're doing, but so many young people have benefited from online and and struck it, hit it with some type of e-commerce little hustle uh, and asking for money and GoFundMe pages and all this here, that it's got everybody trying to find that magical way for themselves. Nothing substitutes and replaces hard work. There is no elevator to the top. You have to take the stairs. I wish I could get young people to understand, man, that if you could take this technical savviness that you have and this technical advancements that you have and put my generation's work ethic with it, Mm -hmm. this would be an unstoppable generation. But it's too many, far too many, trying to trying to hit it rich quick look for the next wonder moment online when you waste a lot of time when you could be just putting in some serious working and making yourself some real money that's, that's my advice, advice. Mm-hmm. That's real talk. good advice yeah. Uncle Steve yeah, I mean is. that's what I'm learning from these young people man and like mm-hmm. uh, even in my own children you know they always got these bright ideas but then at the end of the day I tell them hey look y'all you can have these great ideas, and I'm going to support it. But you're going to have to put some work with this thing. Mm-hmm. And you can stop thinking you're finna strike it, bitch, next, next week. Mm-hmm. One of my kids told me, I'm going to make $80 million this year. The child? Who, 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 what? I, I, I said it's February. I know, but I'm finna sign some deals. Okay. All right. And, when you, and, and can I sign them, too? <laughs> Get in on this. Yeah. 80 million? Well, needless to say, it's not working out that way. But I mean, it's good to have ambitions and everything. But some of these unrealistic timelines are a bit. Look, it's okay to make 80 million. But understand what I've learned. It takes a long time to make a lot of money. So, okay, and keep wh- it. Where's the disconnect between our generation and their generation and the hard work aspect. Well, it's just, you've seen so many people hit it, but that's all, only the ones they highlight. Mm -hmm. They don't, they don't highlight the failures. Instagram is the highlight reel of people's life. I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. Let's come back and talk about it because there's some more to this. All right. It is National Auntie and Uncle Day. We'll talk more uh, from Uncle Steve and get more of his advice right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, we were um, just talking about National Uncle and Auntie Day. You were giving our millennials and our Gen Xs out there uh, some advice to your nieces and nephews. Anything Which more is a you great generation, mm-hmm. a great generation, yeah. and I applaud them. Like I say, I commend them for uh, being tech savvy, and I really commend them for this, for spearheading this Black Lives Matter movement because it's been the most relevant movement toward advancement of people of color since the uh, civil rights civil movement. Rights. I've yeah. never seen anything like it, and these young people, athletes, everybody's involved, man. Uh, they've got some young leaders out there. Uh, that's female and male, and I think that's new. I, th- I think it's they have a gifted group. I think the disconnect that I see is because this generation only shows the highlight reels of people's life, and it has people who don't understand that these highlights real are merely highlights, that there are hundreds of millions of people who don't hit it one time, who ain't one hit wonders, and that don't have that Birkin bag. That's not really their Birkin bag. That's not really their jet. That's not really their car. That's not really their skin. They got filters. That's really not their waistline. And they got all these young people thinking that they got to go and do all of this and they can hit it quick. There is no elevator to the top. And that's what, and I'm going to share another reason with you too, if if we have chance. Okay. More advice from Uncle Steve on National Uncle and Auntie Day right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, this is National Uncle and Auntie Day, and we were just, you know, just at Steve's feet with more advice from him to his nieces and nephews. Go ahead, Steve. Well, you know, we've been talking about this generation and sometimes how we have a disconnect, and I've commended this generation, and I'll do it again, for being as tech-savvy and as forward-thinking and progressive as you all are, uh, having made more wealthy people that I've seen come along in a long time and also for Black Lives Matter movement which has been the most significant movement since um, the civil rights here is a slight disconnect and it is because your parents didn't have the knowledge of technology it doesn't mean that they don't possess massive amounts of technology. Because as technical as you are, we still got to get down to how to become successful. And as technical as you are, we still have to get down to how to gain life experiences. Mm -hmm. And some things will never, ever change. And don't write older people off because they don't know how to go online and do this or they ain't got social media. Don't write them off like they are without value. Because they bring a value to the table that's that you can't really put online. Like like I was talking about success, and like I'm talking about uh, experience. You can't Google success or experience. I don't care what you do. And True. and and all oh, this older generation comes with something, man. They come with wisdom. a work and a work ethic and a wisdom yeah. and a know-how and a fight. They know how to fight. They know how to see a task through. So I wish that young people, some young people, would kind of remember that and be a little bit more respectful for that generation or two in front of you and realize that a lot of those people, like the generation in front of me, paved the way. Yes, yes. They paved the way. They made it possible for you to even have 
Look, man. Our parents I, worked hard. I was talking to one of one of these people that uh, worked for me. His little brother has never known anything but a black president and a black right. vice president. Yes. They've so, never known anything yeah. else. Mm-hmm. They don't know mm-hmm. that him becoming president was a, a miracle. Yeah, my daughter. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was serious history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you're born thinking this is the way it is, Right. You don't have a real idea of how he is got to be. <laughs> mm, right. Say that again. Say you know, that again. I like that. You Say don't that have again. any idea how he is got to be because in order for something to be is, it's got to be a was now. And that yeah. was was wide. And that's what I wish they would always remember about that older generation. All right. Thank you, Uncle Steve, on this National Uncle and Auntie Day. All right. Uh, we'll be back with our last break of the day and uh, some closing remarks from everybody's favorite Ooh, uncle, Steve Harvey. <laughs> you gave those, but Tommy at, has some. At 49 minutes after, right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Monday. Yes. It is the last break of the day. Ooh, for a full week of hard work. Thank you, wow. God. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. As we head into a full Tuesday. week. I love when you as we that. as we go into a full week of work. It's so as ridiculous. we go forth. Yeah. As we as we go forth for hard And and this <clears throat> relates because Steve was just talking yes, about yes, hard work. Yes, yes, cuz he's right. The work yeah. the work has to be done. And yeah. that's me, what I'm me, about. Can I can I can I say something? Yes. And, and, yeah. And, you know, Uncle Steve you gave us say, some What? I was gonna say you was gonna say Happy National Uncle's Day. You were gonna say no. That I wasn't gonna say uncle. that. No, that was, oh. that's not what I was gonna say. No. Oh, I thought you were gonna that's say that. No, no, you said it, but no, that's not what I was supposed to say. Not what, what I'm trying to say. say he gave some knowledge and wisdom and all of that. Yeah, last of break. Yeah. Okay. But I just want to say this. I just want to say this to a lot of y'all out there. Uh, get your own damn uncle. You know, uh, a lot of y'all, you know, you, you want to lean on mine and, and, and have what I got. And, and But look at your, where is your uncle? What the hell is he doing? Who is your, this is not yours. Find you somebody in your family to look up to. Okay? Find that. You don't have that. Where your trifling ass uncle at? You don't have, what, you know, what is he doing? He's not giving you advice. He's not showing you and encouraging you how to make it through life. He's not showing you anything. And that's why you won't mind. But you can't have that. Okay? And I, you, you can't want my spot, have that. You so. yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody want to. Wanna... Yes, go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. Not only do you need another uncle, because that's not your damn uncle. Okay. okay, that's not your damn. Don't be looking at the radio. It's just not your uncle. Yeah, I said not it. Don't Tommy look at the radio. So the, re- so, so the realization is kicking in. It's not your uncle. Okay, damn it. Not only that, he's uh-huh. not your rich friend. Okay, he's he's my rich friend. Okay, oh, not listen. yours. Listen to this. He's not yours. And if you don't have one, then shame on your ass. Okay. <laughs> Shame on you. Go ahead, Tommy. My uncle and his rich friend, okay? That's what it is. Jesus. Wow. You're rich. Wow. What, is, what, is, what, is, what is your uncle doing? What is your auntie doing? What, what are they yeah. doing? Okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's spotlight spot like that. What is your, your uncle doing? Look at your life. Do you have a rich friend? Is that my fault? Is that my fault? I'm the blame? Oh, it's my fault. I don't. Oh, okay. Okay. 
I don't have one, Jay. Blame me. Tommy's uncle is Tommy's uncle is Steve Harvey. Okay, cool. And who was yours? Who was yours? Yeah. What is yours yeah. doing? Yeah. So, Sometimes. so tell me, people hate on you because Steve's your uncle? Because you're uh, but oh, why are you, are you upset? Cause, uh, but are you mad at me because oh. your uncle ain't doing a damn oh, thing? I mean, what is Tommy? Did you see Steve on the yacht? Yeah, I saw him. I saw him on the yacht. Yeah. And, and so they be hating. What? They be hating on yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, uh, you think you said because Steve on the yacht? Yes, he's on the yacht. Okay. <laughs> All right. Damn. I've known him a he long time. Let it go. And here's something. <laughs> and here's go. something. This is the first time uh, hearing this right here. Right. <laughs> here's something we we uh, we want y'all to really know. This they is what we want you to really know. When you when you when you see us and uh-huh. you walk up on us uh-huh. and you talk to us for about five to six us, minutes. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, when you roll oh, up yeah. on us, you, you you talk to us about five six minutes, and then you know finally after five or six minutes, we really get to why you walked up on us. Okay, uh-huh. then out of your back, out of somewhere, you pull out an envelope or book. Hey, can you get this to Steve? That's why you rolled up on me. No, I can't. I can't. I can't take your envelope, your book, your letter, your 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 dashiki that you made for him. I can't take any of that. Don't bring me a damn thing to take to Steve, okay? Not nothing. Not a cake. Not a pie. Not a cake. Not an idea. Not a peach cobbler. I'm not taking it. Get it out well, my face. Well, well, Jay, we heard he likes red velvet. Would you? Could you get this to him? No, no. So, Tommy, basically, you want to tell people he's not your, he's not their uncle. I mean, uncle, I mean, you just, Jay, you, 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 this is friend. just, yeah, and you're not going to get any new uncles. You're not. So, I mean, you have what you have, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you're stuck yeah. with what you have. Please but don't be mad at what I got. Don't be mad at what I got. But it's not yours. Can I say this? Yeah. Yeah. Usually, ahead, usually, you know, during this segment, Steve has closing remarks. Your uncle, we're closing your rich. It. We're, clo- but we're closing it. But it's positive. It's usually positive. This is positive. positive. You but should not go through life thinking mm-hmm. this is your uncle. Can I you tell should. you why this is positive? Can I They're say you what? I'm listening, Jay. Because yeah, some yeah. people were thinking that that was their uncle, too. It's not. Thank you. Some people are upset that they don't have a rich friend. You yeah. don't. So we you know answered what? some things for yeah, them. Yeah, and well, you know what? Let's does do this. call Steve uncle. They do. They absolutely But Shirley, let's do, do this. What? Let's just have a day called Raggedy Ass Uncle Day. So they'll be able to celebrate <laughs> their uncles. Then they can but go today celebrate their that day. Today is yeah. <laughs> celebrating uncles and aunties. This is National Uncle and Auntie Day. And we'll add on. Poor ass friends day. Steve, do you want to just yeah? I would like to say something in the past. Thank you. Show that uh, Marjorie and I do accept being uh, y'all's aunt and uncle, and we see y'all out there, and we know y'all say, "Hey, Uncle Steve ain't Marjorie." We got it. We we accept that. Mm -hmm. It's part of it, and uh, that is good. Uh, but I, but I ain't your damn friend. And so, let's just, <laughs> so quit, don't ask me for nothing. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, happy National Uncle Uncle and Auntie Day. Y'all have everyone. a great day, everybody.
for all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 